0: So before we get started, uh, we just had a couple of announcements. Uh, One is we show face now. (laughs) (laughs) We are on YouTube um, for those that... Well, nobody's really watching, but also for those that are listening. So uh, there's a visual element on YouTube at getting past subtitles, of course. And um, yeah, I think it'll be a good way to pick up the new series they're about to start. And secondly even cooler is we now have a patreon um also you can find us at getting past subtitles um you can subscribe to us we have some tiers on there and some cool exclusive content for those that sign up uh, for the monthly subscriptions yeah. so just head over to uh, patreon.com and then look inside getting past subtitles and uh, check out all the cool exclusivities so uh, thank you guys for the support and without further ado Starting again back in the eighties, but like technically like the forties through like the sixties because that's when the movie is set. But, yeah. yeah. Um. So we are doing all family dramas for this series, and this is our first. This is a Taiwanese movie. Um, nineteen eighty-five, directed by uh, Hua So San. Mm, yep. San. Um. Interesting. This movie is actually part of like a trilogy Mm. so like a coming of age trilogy from the director and he i guess he teams up with um other co-screenwriters and then like this movie specifically is sort of a semi-autobiographical on his coming of age uh living in taiwan and then there's like this is like the middle movie because there's one that's before and there's another one that came after and um those are about like the screenwriters that he partnered up with and they have a stake in their story with those um so which is a pretty cool thing. Sounds yeah. pretty interesting. Uh for those that are interested, the other two are Summer of Grandpa's, Summer at Grandpa's. Summer of Grandpa's Sim- <laughs> Summer of Grandpa's. I what movie that <laughs> is Grandpa, I <laughs> about you. Uh that was eighty four and then in eighty six, uh Dust in the wind. Um so for those who are interested. But yeah. Um what attracted you to this movie? Are you- um
1: well, I enjoyed uh, this di- director's films. Okay. Um, he did uh, Assassin, which is pretty recent. Mm-hmm. It was shown, I think, in the New York Film Festival. Um, I think it was opening. Um, it opened for New York Word Film Festival. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just interested in it, and then you know we had to figure out what we wanted to do for <laughs> <our> <laughs> family dramas. of a draw. Yeah, and I I thought it would be a an interesting one. Also, it's a little uh, older sure. than the other ones that we kind of have, so I thought it would be a good mix.
0: Was it watching a trailer was like super HD and like almost remastered looking? Yeah. And then when I watched the movie, I go, okay, now this is more the '80s. Yeah, speed. but I mean, <laughs>
1: it's still. I was actually quite like blown away by just how well it was shot yeah and how simple it was and yet like how like effective he used like just the simple things that he had Mm. and and just simple movement like panning and and just like just literally just not even moving the camera sometimes but just like blocking the characters and just um choosing interesting like scenes like Um, areas to shoot They really helped um, make the film
0: great yeah it was very simple and like I agree like he definitely used like the most of everything that was around him and I always like I don't know like I I felt like I could see everything and like perfectly as it was you know like you know it it didn't feel like it was cinematography in a sense you know because it really The movie does a great job of, like, transporting you into that time, you know, and so, like, into that life. Um, And I think that the cinematography ever like, really had a hand in being, like, wide a lot of times and, like, just showing the scene and the blocking. And this is what the town looks like. These are what the people are doing, you know.
1: Yeah, and I I think it really plays to um, just the story itself. Like, it helps um, tell the story because... Um, they live a very simple life, right? Yep, yep. And kind of it's it's mm-hmm. enforcing that through how it's shot. Mm. So I think that was pretty cool.
0: It's definitely like a, a slow-paced kind of slice of life. Yeah. Kind of sort of
1: like this film, yeah, it's pretty very slow-paced. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so some people might have a hard time kind of going through it.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um. So you can jump in a little bit about the movie. So yeah. pretty much it's, we follow mainly... Um, uh, I think it's like his actual name is like Ahasai uh, Hasai or something. Or uh How? I didn't write it down. Yeah. But his, uh-huh, yeah. but his nickname is Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Um That's like what his um, grandmother like keep, keeps calling him. Yeah, when he tries to uh-huh. track him down. Aha
0: goo. Aha goo everywhere. <laughs> it's like the first thing that you see yeah. in the movie. Um after the title. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so like the backdrop is that this uh family is from Somewhere in mainland China. Yeah, in mainland China. Um, and then they, well, the father originally moved to Taiwan um, because he works in education, basically. Um, so, like, one of his old colleagues invited him to work as, like, a kind of, like, a, not like it's below a supervisor initially, but then after living there for a year, he gets promoted to be a supervisor. And he was like, Taiwan's not that bad. And then he's like, come down, family. <laughs> and so, after he moves in, his family moves in with him and then they just pretty much end up settling there for reasons per se. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we follow like, I guess you can say he's like the middle child of the family. He's the middle son, aha. Mm -hmm. Um, And it initially takes place when he's in grade school. What is he like? He's a first grade. Yeah, he's young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So growing up in like that time and um, everybody's still in his family and it really follows like him as a first grader and also kind of like the role that his father kind of plays at that time. Um and then his father eventually passes away from tuberculosis is what I find out. And then the second half it pretty much like time skips to when Aha's a teenager. Yeah. Um like like late high school pretty much. Yeah. Um and then he's it turns into like a troublesome like teenager pretty much. He's like part of a gang essentially. Yeah. I mean, he was always
1: a little bit of a goofball, even when he was right, young. Right. He got in trouble with his mother and stuff, but,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. But, like, in a way, it, it plays to the youthfulness in those scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's just kind of a... Yeah, but he's still a punk. <laughs> <laughs> he, is kind of, he is still <laughs> a punk. But then he's, like, a teenage punk right. by this time. right? Um, and so, like, the is about him in sort of that phase, and that's more of, like, the teenage coming of age, you know, and kind of growing up, like past adolescence in a sense and then that compared to like the role of his mother uh getting sick and then eventually also passing away yeah and then shortly after that uh the grandmother passes away and that's when it concludes
1: yeah yeah yeah. so easy way to kind of i guess structure it would be like the beginning to the father Mm. when the father dies it's the end of his young young life Right. right and then from there um he becomes a teenager and then, um, till his grandmother dies. That's the rest of the film. Mm-hmm. And then I guess when the mother dies, it's kind of like the middle climax, or like yeah. when the mother gets, um, diagnosed, I guess would yeah. be like the middle. Mm-hmm. And then
0: I would even say, like, once the mom dies, that's like everything that happens after the mom passes away is almost kind of like an epilogue ish. Yeah. Cause then yeah. it just goes to like narration more. And then yeah. with, when the grandma passes, um, which is funny, like, I was like, damn, she outlived everybody. I know, right? <laughs> like, oh, no, that's what I was thinking too. And she was already past 80, like yeah. in the very beginning, you know? It's wild. Yeah. Gotta live like her. She's the model. Um, What, like, some moments kind of struck out to you in the movie? In the film? Because the, the movie is, like we said, it's very slow, play, slow paced. Slow paced. And that kind of what sort of brings your eyes is like i find movies like this is very sort of moment to moment thing you know and that there are certain scenes and aspects that's like maybe kind of re-engages you a little bit yeah
1: um i was struck by like um a lot of the very small things that you, you like you were talking about like for example um the grandma and the and the child they go um walking mm-hmm. Um, I I forget exactly where they were going, but uh, they stopped by a like a little shop, mm. and they they're eating like shaved ice, mm. and I was just like, oh wow, like they had shaved ice like, I was back, like back then. Yeah. I guess I guess they had obviously they had yeah. it, but like just looking at it, seeing it, it was kind of cool.
0: I was wondering what flavor that was. I'm like, did they just pour sugar on top of the ice? Right. It, it looked like plain shaved ice, yeah. and then no like syrup. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it's funny how, like, all the kids, they,
1: like, chew on, like, sugar canes. Yeah. I thought that, too. Yeah. So much sugar cane. And, yeah, like, there's so many little, like, tidbits and little moments, I think, that really make up um, the movie. Yeah. And I think it really gives the the movie and the place, like, life Mm -hmm. and believability where, like... There's these little specific things that, like, I guess, like, if you imagine your own childhood, there's, like, little um, moments where, you know, like, oh, like, this brings me back to that time Mm. when I, like, used to go to the pool and, like, I would get churros or something like that, right? And it's kind of the same kind of, you know, um, style in this film mm-hmm. where I guess the director or whoever is just reminiscing about what he you know enjoyed or what he thought about or what he um, felt and and like smelled and ate when he was younger mm-hmm. and like bringing that back into the film as a way of kind of um, reliving those memories right. and so yeah I think those are like the the biggest parts and it was I also really liked um, when he's like um Sharpening the, the katana, oh. the, the <laughs> like
0: the machete, the
1: machete, <laughs> old ass machete. I was, I like, was watching it and it said it's a samurai sword. Yeah,
0: no, I was so <laughs> lost when that happened. I was, I was like, okay, they have to be referring to the machete, but yeah. like that's no way. But it was in, funny, like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, sure, like he passes it on to them. <laughs> I think it was like so rusty, and he's just like, <laughs> I can fix this. Yeah, I can make it new samurai sword yeah I, that's a really good point though because it you do feel like his sense of like nostalgia in a way you know that he he brings like his memories to like into the movie and yeah. that makes it feel like you're reliving it in that way just like it said, down to the little things of oh kind of remembering eating sugar cane like every day or with your family or yeah. outside hanging out sort of thing just all those kind of little bits and pieces as things that i remember as a kid as well um and then those are kind of like, like the small things are end up being like the biggest memories, you know, or like yeah. the biggest feelings of nostalgia that you have that transport you back into um, that time. Yeah. You know, like at times you, you can go through, like as an adult, maybe like you smell a certain food or like you're in a certain town and you are just kind of transported back to your childhood. Mm-hmm. And like this movie is kind of like all that bundled together
1: in yeah. a way. And I think that's like what makes this film so great—those mm. things and like capturing those things in a very genuine yeah. way.
0: Yeah, it's it's like weird because it's it has. I feel like it it bounces a lot of different moods together. Mm-hmm. You know, like that sense of nostalgia, but also bringing like the just kind of like the realization of life and like fleeting. Because like specifically, like as we follow um, Aha. In his day in life, it's very youthful um, in every aspect. But behind the scenes, like, you know, his father is sick and ill, and then eventually he passes away. And especially, like, uh, in the latter half with his mother. yeah, Like, his mother gets cancer early on, and then she's really not even in the movie half the time because she ends up going to Tapai. And when she comes back, she's even sicker than when she was living there, you know? So it's like this weird kind of backdrop of depression maybe or like the realization of certain things and then but like covered with this sort of like coming of age youthfulness that we see AHA. it's kinda but also it's a good representation of just also real life in a way just even like for me kind of like you know the everyday life kind of covers up like some bigger impactful things that happen around you so it's pretty pretty like an interesting balance that it was able to kind of accomplish in that sense
1: yeah i agree like i think definitely the 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 beauty of this film is like how it's able to like show both things like you said like just making that kind of realization of just the kind of life that they're living as like this kind of almost depressing backdrop like you said of like backdrop of like his youthfulness right he's still a young child and he's still a young teenager and he has these like feelings like, you know, like those moments when like he like looks like has those glances at that girl or like, Mm. or like he's like fighting with his like gang, like his buddies and like fighting the other gang. Like, like how dare you like cut in front of my friends? (laughs) Like, you know, it's like such like trivial, like kid things, but those things are kind of like, at the forefront but like in the back there's this bigger um mm-hmm. like problem right or like just i guess just life like you said right. it's just life of like you know people living and people dying and mm-hmm. and just being in that place and having to go through these things that i guess a lot of people back then in that time period probably went through you know yeah just having to deal with you know sickness and like if you're sick like what are you really going to do right even when like the father was sick
0: you can see like how everybody around the family and even sometimes the family treat like the situation that they're in you know yeah like when they pronounce the father dead like that was quite a scene
1: yeah because like yeah like that scene where like the father like the doctor comes in and he kind of just looks at him and he's like, oh, like we can't do much. <laughs> he's like, "Well, <"Whoa." laughs> Yeah, sorry, sorry, you can't do it. Yeah, it's yeah. like too late. And and that's just kind of very like disheartening, right? Mm-hmm. Just kind of shows the time period and the, and the place. For sure. And just like, it's kind of sad because you're like, wow, like if that was like in the present right now, maybe they could have you know done something but like back then (laughs) more drastic measures right right like go to the hospital like try to do something to save that person right but but here it's just like sorry like Mm
0: -hmm. even like how long it took because like they found him unresponsive like in the day and then when the doctor comes it's It's like like, like, who knows how long at night you know yeah so and even when like when the doctors come like There's a few friends or something, like, outside playing, you know? Like, there's a whole neighborhood thing. Well, I
1: think all the neighborhood was kind of, like, Mm -hmm. heard about it. And they're kind of, like, lingering around. And some of the people, like, the parents are probably, like, going in and out. But then, like, the kids are, like, outside just oblivious to whatever is happening. And they're just, like, hanging out. And I think it's a very, like scene of just kind of, it's very believable, you know. Yeah, yeah. you that that's kind of happens in like funerals, mm-hmm. right? Where like there's kids like who's playing just like around. playing around, but then like the adults are like sad and, and crying, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then like even like the parents are pushing the kids to cry, you know, mm. and kind of exert emotion when he's pronounced dead. Yeah, um, in that way, like you can see, you know, every kid is like you know, hold your father's hand for like mm-hmm. that last time. And everybody, and like, even the kids are kind of forced into saying a goodbye in mm-hmm. that way. Um And then it's interesting to see even each child reacting to that is like, you know, the older kind of understands sort yeah. of the situation and is more, you know, sad and emotional. Whereas like, as the younger kids go, it kind of, they're like more, I don't know. They're not really aware of what's happening. Yeah. It was I, I like
1: that scene where um, the father's dead, and then the and then um, the sister tells um, Ahau to go take a shower. Yeah. Well, he yeah. she first tells the other kid to go take a shower, but he's like, "Oh, I already took a shower." Mm. He's like, ah, like, Ahau, you nice. go take a shower then." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, and he's like. Um, getting the water from into the bat, yeah. the basin or whatever and then his mother starts like screaming mm. like he like looks back he's, like, and, shocked and he's, he has that shocked face yeah. uh, I think that was a very like telling scene just mm. like you can kind of feel like what he might be thinking about and like what he right, might be right. going through at that moment mm. <laughs> where like
0: it's kind of like at that age going back to like my point you like you're not you're not really aware of how to feel. You right, know, you're not fully
1: aware mind. of what this means, right? Yeah, yeah, Like, what death means and, like, what this, like, the consequences of what this is going to, mm-hmm. like, do to his life and stuff. But just, like, his face in that moment where yeah. he's, like, looking back in shock, just, like...
0: Like, others, like, the mother kind of scares him in a way.
1: Right. And just, like, hearing his mother's voice, like, screaming like that. Right. It's kind of very poetic in a certain sense and very revealing.
0: Yeah, I, th- I actually really like that because, like, that shot transfers into the, like, the next half percent. Yeah. yeah. And so it was, like, a very interesting, like, match cut kind of thing. Yeah. Just comparison, like, from then to now.
1: Like, a. The thing that always kind of happens with, like, subtitled movies, I feel like, Mm. especially, like, um, when, like, they get older, is, like, I'm sometimes not sure if that's the same guy.
0: I (laughs) I was probably, like, halfway through that section. Till I realized who I, was, uh, <laughs> I had to watch it was. again,
1: and I was like, "Oh, okay, this kid is him." Okay, it's so like dumb. I had an idea, but like, yeah. there's so many
0: dudes with white shirts yep. on. I'm just right. like, which one?
1: <laughs>
0: and then, like, you look back at it, and I was not doing anything in that yeah. scene. He's literally he's the only one sitting back, yeah, like, telling other people what to and do. Eating his, like sugar cane, <laughs> telling other kids to like steal right. from
1: the. I was Pettler. like, at
0: one point, I wasn't even sure that he was in that scene, and then like it was just some random kids, <laughs> yeah. and then we didn't see him till he went into the house, and I was like, "Where were you? <laughs> what, what did I just watch? Then I don't, I don't understand." Yeah, like I got really lost too when after so like he, he's in school, and then the teacher is like upset because he's accusing. Assumingly, like AHA for cheating. Yeah. And then he goes into the classroom and then AHA fools him yeah, with he has like, he is not really cheating. But like the scene after that, like him and a couple of students go to bully this other kid. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't know who AHA was like out of that crowd. I was like, is he the kid getting bullied? No, he's is a he bull, the bullier. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was until I went back and I was like, oh, he's like a real, an actual prick. Yeah. Like, yes. He's <laughs> an, he's an actual jerk. Yeah. Yeah, it took me it took me a little bit too to yeah, kind of it took realize me a second
1: there. <laughs> I was like
0: Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> oh, that's the kid. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, it makes more sense. I like once I realized that I'd realize even more how much of like like a bully he is mm. uh throughout the rest. Because, like I don't know, my pressure is he's kind of passive, but then he's like turns out to be more of a bully later on, but he's just kind of a dick through and through. But in some ways, like, there's a bit of vulnerability to his character um, in some scenes as well, which is interesting. Like, I think what the movie does good is, like, kind of going back to it separates, you know, um, like, just it's a slice of life, but also kind of, like, having these impactful scenes with, you know, a parent dying in the background. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, even as a kid, you kind of live maybe a double life in a way. Like, your family life and family lifestyle is really separate and private from what you live outside. And you get like, I got a really big impression of that, especially when he's a teenager Mm -hmm. because he's living such of like a different life outside of his yeah. home, you know?
1: Like he comes he like helps out with the groceries, right, like right. he bought buys the groceries for his mother. Mm-hmm. But then like when he goes out, he like goes out with a machete and like <laughs> he's like chugging <laughs> around. Yeah, he's chugging <laughs> around or like the moment when like his mother's sick and he, she has cancer at night and then he mm-hmm. like the his like buddies come come around and he's like, "Hey, like one of our guys got hacked and he's like, I can't go out today." Like Whatever. like my mom's sick. And, you know it's just a, such a line right mm. of like this is the outside world like this is my outside persona right, this right. is my inside persona and you kind of have to like reconcile those things together
0: and like they don't mix at all kind yeah. of thing as well so and like the fact that he i get the sense that it's very like he keeps them separate and like his family doesn't really know what he does outside of the family. Yeah. Um and then it's the same vice versa in a way. Yeah, the fun, like, funny
1: thing is um do you know that moment when um the grandma comes back home <laughs> and like the guy who's on the the rickshaw dude, yeah. he's like, Oh, you have to pay me a hundred? He's like and the aha just like <laughs> What? No, screw <laughs> you. He starts, like, chasing him around. Yeah. And, like, the grandma and the sisters just, like, watching what? him.
0: <laughs> well, like the, like, like, the sister was in that scene. But, like, that was interesting because I went back and it's... Because that's when the, the sister was already married. Yeah. And that's when she had just took the mom to Taipei. So, basically, like, it was just the brothers and the grandma living yeah. alone after that. Yep. And so it was, like, an interesting new way of life in a sense. And they have to fend for themselves in that situation. And so like in that scene, he just goes to the extreme and he's just not, not, he's like $10. (laughs) He's like 10. He's like 10 is too cheap.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty much, it's really interesting. Like the, so many scenes of him going out and then being chased by somebody and then fleeing back home. Yeah. Like has anybody been looking for me? (laughs) And his brother's like, no, I don't, know what that, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. He like, jumps over walls. When and- <laughs> I mean, he gets into that, Um, I guess he was, like, at some rec center or something, and he's playing pool, mm-hmm. and then he drops, like, the balls, and then the guy yeah. was, like, getting mad at him. That kind of, like, the context of the movie loses me a bit, because yeah. I don't know what's happening Basically, in the period. Because yeah. he's like, gets mad at him because it was, like, the VP's birthday. Some kind of, or- yeah,
1: some it was some day. Right, right. And then he's like, Do you know what day it is today? Yeah.
0: yeah. Like that lost me and then it didn't even make sense as to why he was picking on him for mm-hmm. that reason either. Um, but like him and then his friends end up just like kind of trashing the place. And then those he, rocks at the yeah. Window. And then it's like hinted that like the I guess the police were looking for him and he's he's home and then somebody knocks on the door and he like leaves the house and jumps the wall and yeah. runs out. Oh man. What a guy. What a guy. Uh yeah, I mean, what is um, what did you favor more? Like his like the younger youth part or the latter half?
1: Um, I think the late la- latter half was more interesting, mm. but I do en- I did enjoy kind of the through line of just I think what I liked was like seeing the grandma in the background <laughs> of all this, like just kind yeah. of her presence. Mm. Because, like, I think really the movie is about, like, you know, the grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really. Because it's Honestly. like, how long? Like, cause oh, basically, it? It, it ends when the grandma dies. So, right, right. It, it, and then in the beginning, he has a narration where he's saying, he talks about, like, his grandma and, like, how she really loved him and, like, he yeah. she favored him or whatever. Mm. And just kind of, like, seeing him and, and the grandma together. Yeah. Those were like a lot, of, a lot of the scenes in the beginning, mm-hmm. early scenes when you know he has these memories of you know walking with his grandma and like right. picking guava fruit, or like going and getting shaved ice or juggling the guava. Yeah, fruit. <laughs> yeah, 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 juggling the guava fruit. And so, like, I think that like her being in the background and her kind of being that that mm-hmm. through line that that connects everything together. Yeah is kind of interesting and a cool way to, of of um, structuring the story. Because right. even when the gra- um, even when the father dies, like the grandma's there, like um, you know, with the family and just kind of like sitting there. Even when like the mother dies, she's right. like sitting there and like you know. Yeah. And it, it must be kind of very sad to see your children die before you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And it's weird because. We don't really get her, I guess, take on the situation, right. you know? She's
1: very, like, a silent kind of... Right, or right. You never really know her mental status. Mm. Well, she I mean, also
0: has a little bit of, like... You get the sense... I mean, clearly she deteriorates throughout the movie, yeah. you know?
1: And she never really has a full memory. Like, she can never remember her and how to get back home and stuff, yeah. so...
0: <laughs> yeah, like, every time we see her, she's like, I found this lady under a tree. Yeah. Does she live here? <laughs> yeah she's like yeah she's she's ours <laughs> yeah. <where I'm> <laughs> uh yeah, it's kind of funny to see even like even though it's a coming of age movie and things are always progressing with aha like the grandmother is still kind of stuck in one moment mm-hmm. in a sense, you know. Like, like, in that scene when she's brought back home after the guy finds her under the tree, she, her, she has her bag, and her bag is filled with like guava fruit, you know? And it's kind of like she's still in the time with when her grandson is still mm-hmm. kind of like a child um, in that way. Um, And so, but like, it's kind of the same with grandmothers in general, too, though, because, you know, they kind of hold on to the past in a special kind of way. Yeah. But, like, you know, just kind of like they love the grandchildren or things like that. Um, but like, even though that they're getting older, they still see them as like this very kind of premature as a child per se. Um, but like, it's like the grandma never really leaves that walk with aha. And like that moment when they're going out together into that scene. Um, so I don't know. It was just pretty, pretty cool to see that kind of aspect in it. And even though she does have a backseat kind of role, um, it just still kind of is consistent with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just really loved how, like, subtle a lot of these things were. Mm. But it really kind of, like, seeps into the movie. Yeah. Right? Like, it's in the back of your mind as you watch it. Mm. And, like, it really kind of makes you think about, like, w- like, <laughs> like what the film is about or, like, how yeah. all these things come together. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's, like, a lot that goes on in the back as well, that you kind of have to piece together and yeah. gather um, like with the family as a whole. Um, and then it's never like explicitly said, but you kind of get, if you kind of look at it deeper, you kind of understand like the family itself is basically like an immigrant family, right? Cause they're from mainland China and they're, they're not really, they haven't lived in Taiwan, and they yeah. they were there on a temporary basis. Like the father originally wanted to be there temporarily for a couple yeah. years and then go back home, um, but then that just never being the case, and so it's like the the parents never really adjusted to living in Taiwan, right. or were, maybe we're kind of forced to.
1: Yeah, they, there's even an example where they're like, oh, like the mom bought bamboo like furniture because or the dad bought bamboo furniture because yeah. he thought that you know they were gonna leave so like they can just throw out these cheap furniture when they go back right right but then like they never <laughs> you know and then it took the mom so long to convince the, the father to like buy her like a sewing machine and stuff Yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that just kind of shows you like mm. the men- mentality that they had and just kind of being unable to like Finally come to the realization that this is their home. Yeah.
0: And it's like, um, just generationally you can see the differences like yeah. even the grandma is maybe worse in that kind of mind of thinking cuz right. she's very she
1: always wants to go back to the mainland exactly
0: and in a way she kind of still is in back into the mainland like yeah. like nothing you know before they go on to that walk, she's like oh we got to go back to uh, you know function to see like yeah. the the, shi- the shrine and he's like why do we got to go back to the mainland and she's like we got to pay respects to your ancestors yeah, uh. yeah. He's like uh, okay like <laughs> let's let's pump the brakes a little bit but, like, yeah, like, she's still at home and then the parents are, like, struggle to come to the realization that they aren't leaving. Yeah. But with the kids, they are sort of, like, that maybe more, like, adaptive kind of. Yeah,
1: like, like the uh, the daughter. Yeah. Like, she's able to, like, get married to another person and mm. kind of live another life, right? Yeah. And and even, like, the other kid, who like, it's always, like, um... Like writing, yeah, like, and like yeah, studying, I guess. And yeah. he's always drinking milk, <laughs> and his poop is like milk, like <laughs> because that's it's all he drinks. Like
0: <laughs> yeah, but even like you know, even Aha is very the maybe the most adapted to living in Taiwan, you know, because mm. he was very young when he moved there, and then once he's like more into being a teenager and adolescent he's yeah. kind of more lived into that environment, you know, and is you know you know, his friends and the people that he hang, hangs around with and even, like, with that girlfriend question mark <laughs> situation. Um But, yeah, like, it's kind of funny even with the sister and, like, the kids having to make sacrifices for yeah. the rest of the family. Because well, wasn't, like, the sister not able to... Like, she wasn't able to go to school? or Like, there was that discussion.
1: I don't remember exactly what moment.
0: Like, Aha got into middle school and then... I don't think the father passed away yet, but oh like when he like passed that exam when he was young, yeah, yeah, but the mother was like, you know we've got so many kids, yeah. and then it's like pretty much we have to support the family and we just don't have enough to really support the family, and mm-hmm. so you know you kind of have to be into the workforce earlier and that may have to cause you to give up going to high school or like university yeah. essentially, yeah. um but then that's why I think that's why she gets married off so fast. Um due to that as well. And but it's kinda like pushed on to like, oh, but the, the second the oldest son is able to go to school. Cause isn't he doesn't isn't he like an educator? He yeah, he becomes a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of like her being a teacher, like he becomes a teacher or yeah. something. Um and even like also for aha's sake too, 'cause like yeah. he's end up going to school the entire time.
1: But he's like a bad
0: student. <laughs> 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 like you got two demerits, kid. Yeah. The sisters like at the school, like I understand. <laughs> I get it. Poking yeah. holes in his teacher's tires. Oh yeah. <laughs> what, yeah a, <laughs> what a twerp.
1: Um Yeah. Um what'd you think about like the different deaths? Like comparing maybe like the father, mother, and grandma's deaths.
0: Mm, oh, which one they I like more? Okay. No,
1: yeah, I mean wait, even um, that like what what which one did you feel was, like, memorable for you, like, watching?
0: I'm not really sure. I mean, they all have, like, their context. Yeah. And.
1: They're all different. And right. I think that's pretty interesting. hmm
0: Well, like, I think they're all, like, really related to AHA and, like, and AHA's point in, t- in, like, life. You know, like, when he's, with his father's death, he's younger um, in elementary school and he like there isn't like a lot of relationship between them and the father and they're kind of distant in a way. And then we learn after his death that he's kind of distant on purpose cause he knows that he's sick. Um, but also just kind of like there's a gap in him being younger. Um, So like, and also we see like the father here and there and he's not really even doing much when we see him as well. Um, so when he dies, it's kind of fleeting in a certain sense um, and you kind of get like a passive feeling because he doesn't have such a big role in his life. And even you can see that in aha as well. Um, and like you said, like when he's kind of shocked in that moment when his mother is like crying out, is like maybe the one time that he doesn't like, he's actually feeling emotional about it because other people are like lashing out about it per se. Um, but when his, when the mother passes away, like the mother has a much more bigger role than the father. And then she's, she's there, but then she's, kind of gone and in and out because of the treating with, with her sickness. And so like when she dies, like aha kind of breaks down in that moment as well. But he's more like, I don't know, like normal about it. Like he cries when his mother passes and yeah. then kind of like adjusts as life goes sort of thing. Um, but I don't know, like, I think that they the parents' deaths are a way of like, they're significant for the story. Cause kind of each segment of the movie is around that transition, mm-hmm. But also like parallel to Aha's point in time.
1: Yeah. I, I thought it was interesting how like um the mother got like a Christian like yeah. funeral. Where mm-hmm. like they're like like they're like singing hymns and stuff.
0: But she was a Christian.
1: No, I know, okay. but like it was just kinda interesting, like mm-hmm. you don't really see a lot of Christians in like <laughs> during that time, I right, feel like. Right. That was a pretty interesting little moment. Um yeah, and the grandma's death. I, uh, for me, I I was most like I felt the worst when the grandma died. Right. Yeah. Just because like how she died, where like she just kind of like was laying there mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. And, like the kids didn't Nobody even was. like <laughs> notice or like mm-hmm. didn't even realize that she was dead. Yeah. And then like the undertakers come and like they see that she was like rotten on the one side because yeah. she was like laying down, Still, yeah. and it's kind of like. No <laughs> oh, no it it yeah it, it hits you kind of hard yeah but also kind of like you kind of understand in a certain sense why that why mm-hmm. but also you're kind of like dang like <laughs> come on guys like how, <laughs> how, could, how could you, you just know? like how could you guys just like leave her there kind of thing yeah but uh, like it gives me a sense of like maybe like just dealing with like an older like, caring for somebody who's older mm. and really, like, pouring out your, like, life into that, like, right. every day. Mm. Like, caring for somebody like that is really not an easy thing to do, you know? I agree. And especially when you're teenagers, when you're, like, a little bit in, in younger. Yeah. You don't really think that way, you know what I mean? You don't really think, oh, like, I gotta take care of my parents or, like... And, you know, it's a very Asian thing, I think, maybe. No, uh, no I agree. But, um, yeah, like in Asian families, there's, like, a very big duty to kind of, like, take care of your, like, parents Mm -hmm. once they're kind of older and kind of, like, um, you know, make sure they're okay, you know, make sure they're, you know, doing doing okay and, like, calling them and kind of, like, you know, being with them. But, like, just seeing them in that age when they're just, like, teenagers and, and like, they literally lost every, like, older, yeah, yeah, like, older figure like parent Mm. and they're just kind of on their own now right yeah and then the grandma dies and so it's just kind of like this sad kind of moment where like they don't even know what to do they didn't even know what to do right Mm. like they're just at a loss for like kind of taking care of the
0: situation they kind of adjust like as each parent passes away too though like independently wise yeah like when the father passes um i mean they're still the mother but then once like the mother starts to get sick. Um, Aha is already pretty independent, and then even becomes more independent when she's away, and it's like you know dre- dealing with like the treatment and stuff. Yeah. Because it's it's just him um, and his brothers, and the back and the grandma takes more of a backseat and more of a backseat as the story yeah. progresses. You know, so it's like once the mother pa- the mother passes away, like at their age and like as independently as they are, it kind of feels like they. I mean, they actually don't have any parents, but they're kind of are truly independent at that moment. Mm -hmm. And like you said, like once you have an, an elder, um, an elder with you or grandparents, like it's kind of your responsibility to take care of them, but they're not, they're only at the point of taking care of themselves and definitely not at the position of taking care of somebody else, you know? So when the grandmother passes, it's like, I don't know. They like, you said, like they don't really have, they weren't able to do anything, but they weren't, they don't even have the experience to like or the realization of that responsibility either right. you know so it's kind of
1: sad you know what i mean like just kind of right. how she, how like the grandma kind of dies alone yeah even when like technically there is still family around her mm. and just she's just like laying there and like right it's just a very just depressing kind of moment you know you're mm-hmm. just like like dang <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, it's, it's a it's a weird thing. It was a,
1: it made me feel some <laughs> some feelings.
0: <laughs> like I'm not comfortable with this. Yeah, but yeah like I don't know cuz like the kids never took care of her or their relationship with the grandma was again kind of like a backseat thing in a way. Mm-hmm. Like like her presence was there, yeah. but they never were like, I don't know how, how to say, it, maybe like buddy buddy with her or just like yeah. they never really kept up with her well-being often. And so, like, that fact just kept on to the very end up until mm. she passes away. So when they do check up on her, it's like, oh. It. Yeah, and also it, it kind
1: of feels like um, maybe it kind of, like, a mark of, like, mm. finally, like, the past is kind of erased. Like, yeah. past is gone. Mm-hmm. Finally, like, you know, with the death of the grandmother, like, yeah. things of the past is gone and, like, now... Just kind of the future, yeah, like moving forward into their own lives, kind of thing, sure. where like now they're not tied to anything anymore mm. of the past, not their father, mother, or even you know, grandma. Like, right. and they're in this new kind of place, Taiwan, instead of <laughs> mainland China, and like they're just kind of living this whole, whole new kind of life.
0: And you get that feeling too, like when she passes away, just I guess like the tonality of it right it doesn't necessarily
1: like the undertakers are older right and like they give them like these like side eyes, yeah side eyes and they're like dang these kids (laughs) but then the the kids they're genuinely kind of look like they're just like i don't know what to do yeah and like they're just kind of following the lead of the undertaker in a certain sense right Mm. but like they really just don't know what to do yeah and i think that just kind of goes to show like just the generational like Gap or like the m- movement towards hmm. just like a new kind of you know era,
0: yeah. It's a I do, I do say like once the grandma passes, it puts you in a, a weird place or just like a, a different kind of place compared to uh the the mother and the father's deaths, yeah. Um, it, it definitely has like a I don't know, like a different tug on you, you can say, yeah. Um,
1: I felt I, like the mother's deaths felt the most like. Like, Tugging, maybe like uh, it felt the most like um natural like <clears throat> like how it how a normal funeral would happen right 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 and also because it it was kind of like foreshadowed already because sure. they already knew about the cancer and they knew like she didn't have much time yeah. whereas like the father kind of died more abruptly mm-hmm. in the eyes of like the family at least yeah. right and so like I think that also kind of showed like changes um how they perceive death in mm-hmm. that moment too or yeah. like I uh, how kind of had time to maybe understand um what death is yeah in, in in the context of his mother dying yeah and so when she actually dies he's able to like you know cry. have emotions and yeah. like cry and like you know but when his father died it was kind of not sure. mm-hmm. but when his grandmother dies he's just like just has you know he's, empty, well I think it's like another like sense is like you know in order to like sometimes like older like gra- the grandma in a certain sense could have been like kind of like a chain for him you know what I mean mm-hmm. like to, like pulling him back from him just being able to live his own life maybe, maybe. And it's kind of you know what I mean like it's always in the back of his mind maybe like just kind of like having to take care of his grandmother but like mm. her finally dying kind of like you know it's just like finally like there's nothing that's tying him back from from like fun, being a man yeah or like being like family obligations let's say right, right. of like just you know taking care of um, somebody mm-hmm. in that sense so it's very kind of sad in that in that moment where like you know, there's like it's just a mix of these these different things. So yeah. I think that's why it's it's such a good like ending. <laughs> because like you can't really like blame anyone. him right. for for how he like feels. But you also kind of like are, Yeah, like,
0: like I never when I saw it, I never got the sense of accusing anybody right, or blame. You, like you, I never felt hostility in any sort of way. Like how
1: could you do that to him? Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. But it, then like you also still feel like how could you do that, to <laughs> right? Like you have like right, both right. of these things in your in your kind of.
0: But like once the the Undertakers came and they he was kind of explaining like the Undertaker's like perception and yeah. how they felt. Like I I agreed with that as right, well. Right. Like I, I understood. I and understood,
1: he understood it, yeah. understands himself because he's narrating that exactly. So he right. kind of felt that himself, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's such a good like way of portraying this moment because you you're getting both sides you're like you're you're seeing that he feels a little bit of the guilt right. but also you're seeing that like like what more could he have done kind of thing you know mm-hmm. like and Jesus, that's I such a I'm- good like way of like dealing with this moment you know
0: <laughs> poor jima <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah i don't know it's like outpolarizing oh, polarizing in a sense mm-hmm. but also i don't know like emotion wise, it's it's polarizing yeah. in a way, but also understandable. Um, yeah, it is a it is a a good ending. Kind of like you wonder what happens next in a sense. Yeah. like it kind of four teases a bit because like he ends up not getting into the military academy. Yeah, and then but it doesn't say what he does though.
1: Well, he took the exam, remember. Yeah.
0: Because the girl
1: was like, hey, why right, don't we right. get together after the exam? And he's, he's like, I'm taking the exam now. I'll do it. But he fails though, right? He, he does fail. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it's like. Well, he becomes a movie director after. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 He turns to the life of an artist. Yes. Artiste. What'd you think of like her, by the way? Like that weird. I actually enjoyed it. It was (laughs) very funny.
1: Like like she already knew, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, so she's like, like you know, as soon (laughs) as
0: yeah. He's like in the bike and he's like, yeah, showing off to her kind of thing. As soon as like he approaches
1: her, she's just like, next exam (laughs) until (laughs) after the exam.
0: That was like the only lines they ever exchanged. (laughs) Like she knew it was coming a mile away. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. Did you ever get to see that feeling or like the sense that she reciprocated that feeling with him? At that
1: last moment, yeah, but not before, before no. But I think that's kind of like the uh, era. Like I was say at it. that time, I guess that was kind of how they It
0: plays very much each other. <laughs> yeah. like, Just like prowl and yeah. look yeah, like being a like, keeper. <laughs> like, but it's totally cool. That's yeah. just the way things are.
1: Well, what'd you think about that moment where like he goes to some brothel or something? The red light district. Yeah. And then, like, the day after, like, he's, he's like, just, like, playing pool or something. And one of the guys are, like, hey, I was a, not a virgin anymore. Like, <laughs> what? He's,
0: like, fucking. He, but, like, going back, to like, you get his expressions in certain areas. And that eludes emotion in a way. Yeah. And you get the same thing there where he's, I don't know, he doesn't take any action. But he's kind of lost in a way. Yeah. He's, like, I don't know how... To respond in that situation, I, that's
1: why I really enjoyed the subtlety of a mo- of the movie. Mm-hmm. Where like it doesn't like explicitly say, "Oh, like I, I, he likes her, and like she likes him." Right. But like through yeah. this weird way of like showing different things, you're like, uh, that's a very funny way of saying I like you." Right, right. <laughs> you know?
0: So bright, like at that yeah. part.
1: <laughs> And just, like, him, like, you know, like, losing his virginity or whatever. And, yeah. like, him with his buddies. So, and- you
0: get paid to lose your virginity? Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> That's some bogus shit. I didn't even like, know. Like, I thought you go to brothels to pay. <laughs> but they give you money? It's weird. backward stuff. Yeah. He's was like, check out my red envelope, guys. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, like, even, I think what what was interesting, and I wish I I kind of had context, there's some, like, Maybe like Taiwanese or just like in that area, in the era, just some like the subtleties and things. Like specifically in the brothel scene, you know, they had like the water buckets like placed outside of the door, oh, yeah. and I was I wasn't sure like what that meant or what that was kind About? of yeah. yeah meaning, but like there was a lot of moments like that as well where they kind of had things that I don't know. They, it was like a a cultural maybe thing, you yeah. know, and it well, did, like a period like right, right. Yeah. And it doesn't explain it to you at all. So you're kind of left wondering, you know, what, what that's that, about. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it adds like depth to the movie, you know, and it really kind yeah, of like, sells the peculiarity
1: period. of it or like specificity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, overall, like all in all, there's a lot of just things to kind of digest. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard just like watching it the first time through to like catch all of it. For
0: sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, I had definitely had to go, I mean, like just contextually and story-wise, but even outside of that, like, just getting lost into, like, the movie in a mm-hmm. way. Like, oh crap, like, who's out whole, like, after he's older, you know, <laughs> know. like, figure out, like, maybe yeah. some translational things. um, Just, like, also, like, the subtleties that I mentioned. But, like, this is a very native movie, too, though, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, it's a very personal movie, obviously. Like, it is, so, like, it is an a semi-auto, like, a soft autobiographical of direct director and his life. And you get that, like personal feeling and that story kind of element yeah, because it's very naturalistic and very slice of life in that way but like as a foreigner it you it's very interesting to see but you get lost in some things as Mm -hmm. well and it's kind of like i don't know it makes it a bit of a challenge to like naturally i'm not going to understand a lot of the things that that is in the movie and the interactions just because i'm not taiwanese yeah so I don't know. It's like I going into the movie, it's, I have a very I don't know maybe voyeuristic kind of perception about it, um, and as like have trouble into taking heart in some things. Like I mean, family is understandable, and you can kind of connect into those things, but there's like those nuances that you can't really uh, connect with on a personal level as well. Yeah, agree. So, um, any other particular scenes or? Did you have any questions or did you cover those? Um, I think we covered most of it. Um, Did you want sugar cane after this movie? (laughs) I wonder how it tastes. Pretty good. Have you ever had sugar cane? No. Really? I've never just chewed on sugar cane before. It's basically just sweet. Tastes like sugar. It's just sweet? It's just sweet. Yes. It's like... My favorite. I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like if like watermelon without... The watermelon fruit flavor—it's oh, just like, just very sweet. Yeah, I mean it's juicy, like it's kind of like because oh. like the sugar in itself, it's kind yeah. of like juicy in that way. So when you bite it, it's like squirt. It's just like it's juicy, and, but it just tastes like straight sugar. Mm. It's pretty good. There's some in Florida that I had, nice. but they have like sugarcane juice, which is disgusting to me because it's like. Uber sweet. Like, it's oh. like heart attack sweet. Like, they, they take all the juice and then <laughs> concentrate all the sugar. And Yo, like, this. you take a sip and you're like, ah, it's like wow. a brain freeze, but with sweet.
1: Your insulin is just like, stop. I do not have
0: enough. <laughs> I was like, how do you, dad, you consume this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you just chew it and then you spit out the bark and that's it. The guava was like, Weird looking too though.
1: The coffee, yeah, yeah.
0: It looked like avocados, it's
1: something like that. But yeah, I think it's it's cool how in the beginning, you know, like it starts out with the grandma kind of like calling out to Ahao, uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and like and like you know wondering where he is or like telling him to come back, right. and it's kind of a story about you know him being a like a misfit child Mm -hmm. kind of you know roaming around you know even as a teenager he's just roaming around and kind of like i think that beginning moment of the grandma saying come back is kind of like a call to him just in his life of like coming back home or like coming back and like you know living a proper life kind (laughs) of you know Yeah, yeah which is yeah i think that's pretty cool like um moment, I think, just more like a uh, scene.
0: Yeah. And it's very interesting of, like, how him, like, the setting that he grows up in is, it's, like, home to him, you know, because that's kind of all he's known, but to his parents okay. and around him, like, you know, they're from the mainland sort of thing, and so, like, there's a weird conflicting of, to Aha, like, this is home, and, like, he's, we see him growing up there um but to everybody else it's kind of like a foreign land to them in a certain yeah. way um so no, it's it's very like oh, interesting like immigrant lifestyle but like from the perspective of like an american of like it doesn't seem like they're kind of you know immigrants but just like in a different country yeah but yeah no, it's like a interesting kind of context is this a hard recommend for you
1: recommending mm. I wouldn't recommend this to many people, to be honest, just because right. it's a very slow film. And, uh, yeah, and it's kind of a niche film, I think.
0: 100%.
1: Um, it's hard to recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. But if, if there's somebody who enjoys, like, thinking movies <laughs> or, like, movies that kind of have a, a level of depth... That's not just about, like, like just watching it for fun mm-hmm. or, like, for the spectacle of it. Yeah. But, like, when, you know, there, I'm sure there are people who enjoy movies to kind of, like, um, think about it and kind of um, wonder about it. I think for those kind of people I would recommend too but not for the general public I think <laughs> if I did they will be like this movie sucks so, so boring it's so slow so boring long so boring they all die at the end <laughs> the parents
0: the audacity look what they did to their grandma
1: but I think if if you know you're kind of interested in watching a movie in a different kind of way mm-hmm. a little bit more studious kind of way Yes. i think yeah. this would be a great movie i think it's a really good movie actually um i was actually very surprised because me too when i was watching it in the beginning i was kind of bored by it i was kind of mm-hmm. like uh <laughs> how long is this gonna go God dang. but then you know like when you kind of um put on a different kind of hat yeah. i think it it really kind mm-hmm. of um throws on you Mm -hmm. and i and and like when i watch different kinds of movies i really do have to kind of like switch my brain on yeah it was like a different like switch because some movies are just like oh let's i can just watch it for fun but other movies it's kind of more of a of a yeah experience Mm -hmm. where like i'm trying to you know like let it soak in more, yeah. and if I don't have that like mindset, then it just becomes a boring movie. But yeah. if I have that mindset, it becomes a more enjoyable movie. And yeah. I think this is definitely the second <laughs> ladder.
0: <laughs> I mean, movies are definitely like that. You kind of have to um, shapeshift into them in a way, you know, yeah. to, to kind of enjoy it for what it is. It's just because there's just so many different kinds mm-hmm. and um, of variations. But yeah, I mean, like I said before, this movie is a very transporting movie in my opinion and i think that it caters to that kind of audience um if you like foreign language films for sure and just like it really takes you into like taiwan into the 40s and 60s you know and it's a really solid period piece
1: if you just enjoy like cinematography this film is just beautiful man like just just like every shot feels meaningful and just the way he uses like the different like depths of field mm-hmm. and like how he blocks like different characters like this is one scene that i really liked where like the father's kind of like chilling in his seat in the foreground right and then like the mother is like like hitting um a, chasing- a house <laughs> chasing him in the back and like yeah. they're like just like um like some kind of like door or like window co- like thing, yeah. And then like they're like going through the area like to the him. foreground, spanking him. Like, like it's just really well thought out and well shot. Mm. And there's so many moments like that.
0: It's it's funny because like at every moment in time, you kind of see the entire family in a frame, yeah. like, and every almost it feels like in every moment in time. Honestly, like even when it comes to. Those feelings of like maybe you feel like you need a close up, or like there's a very personal moment. You still get a Somebody wide, there. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You still get like it's still like a wide shot, and like everybody oh, in the family is there. Yeah. Like there's that scene with the the sister, and it was like pretty much right after um, Aha gets the check from middle school, and he's like kind of you know bragging to everybody mm-hmm. in a sense, he's like happy about it. Yeah, and then the sister is like cleaning the floor, and she's telling her story of oh, I remember that time in manly with my father, and I pass the exam or whatever but i don't know she didn't feel or like the father just didn't really give her too much attention Mm -hmm. in a way but it was a very like personal and kind of hurtful story to her and like in that moment it's like this huge monologue but you see like
1: the different people around there
0: yeah like you know her one of the brothers is cleaning the floor and her mother's like doing something Mm -hmm. and then even her father's and she's like like, just
1: like cleaning while she's talking about it yeah.
0: yeah yeah And then you get, like, that little glimpse of her alone when she goes to the bathroom. Mm. But, like, it's such a personal moment, but still you you get that family sense, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, what do you think, nice. um, what do you think makes a good, like, family drama? I think that's uh, something... Um... And do you think this is a good family drama?
0: This is a good family drama. I, Like, watching it, I was like, this is definitely a family drama, like, <laughs> through and through. <laughs> for For sure. Um, I don't... I don't know. Maybe... Maybe just a movie that sticks to its themes, I guess. Like, a family movie that th- has a theme and sticks to its thematics in that way. Um Can
1: you give me, like, an example? Of
0: this? I mean, like, for this movie, for instance, it's, yeah. you know, it's a family movie, but the family kind of takes a backseat in a way. Like like again like going back to kind of Ajo's double life like him slice of life outside of family but then we get these very intimate family moments um and it sticks to like that theme of like separation really well but also just the theme of um a coming of age and then like experiencing death and like how that affects him throughout as well. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, that's that's clearly, like, what pushes the movie forward through and through, you know? Like, every segment is about a parent dying, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, So, like, yeah, I think that... Because family... Like, for family dramas, it's, it's mm-hmm. very specific, but maybe you can, like, be broad in a way, like, oh, there's a family in the movie, and then be, like, throw the family category, like, in there because there's a family yeah. in the movie. But I think what make, like, a family drama is a family drama because family dramas are naturally, like, thematic films, you know? And that they talk about something specific within the family unit. And I think that if a movie can bring up that and then stick to that aspect uh, for the entirety of the movie, then that's what makes it sort of a specific uh, family drama, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I feel like this film, surprisingly enough, like... I think a lot of times when people watch a movie they usually enjoy films that have a very um like blatant conflict like sure. for example like it's it's more easier to engage with a film when there is a conflict mm. that you can kind of like like see right away right like let's say like like a war movie obviously there's a conflict there it's more engaging for the viewer to just kind of like go into it and just kind of like be immersed in it quicker yeah but in a film like this i feel like the conflict isn't as like overt it's kind of more like subtle yeah within the story that it some it might take a while For a viewer to kind of, like, get invested in the story and kind of understand, like, what it really is about. Mm. But, you know, like, I think this film, like you said, does a good job of kind of, like, as you watch it more and more, like... All these things kind of like interweave and come together mm. to create this kind of underlying conflict. Yeah, yeah, that like is in the back of the <laughs> mind, but also in the front. Like, mm. like, like you said, when Aha is outside in the outside world, that's like a more like direct conflict that he has with s- certain people. <laughs> but then, like when he's at home, it's such a more backseat conflict. Mm. And like mixing those two together and bringing about this kind of like like conflict by putting those things together. I think is the beauty of this film mm. where like you're able to like like take two different kind of opposing things and kind of bringing it together in a way that is that makes sense and is also like um well put. Yeah. Well designed.
0: I agree. I agree. Like it's funny to see that um family movies specifically are like, yeah, like, to the average viewer in, like, movies, it's easier to get invested into a movie if you can point out those conflicts. Because, like, that's what you want in a movie, right? Right. Like, con- you want
1: to see what happens next.
0: Exactly. Like, you want to really point concept, out yeah. what this movie is about. Like, when you watch a movie, you're like, this movie is about this. Yeah. And so, like, that's kind of the a story. But with, like, definitely um, A Time to Live and A Time to Die is... Is not that like you have to investigate like what is it about you know? Right, because it's a very thoughtful film. In
1: that yeah, way. like it doesn't it doesn't like tell you everything.
0: right? right, right. exactly.
1: It it, exactly. it expects you to like find it mm-hmm. through the story yep. while you're watching it, and you know that makes sometimes it makes it a more enjoyable film. You know, I agree because it 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 allows you to kind of come up with. Certain like you know themes and ideas of what you think about mm. the film, and it doesn't like it expects the audience to be smarter about it. Right, right. Doesn't just feed you everything, mm-hmm. and, and I appreciate that in a film.
0: You know, it's like um. Maybe some people go to movies to like transport you out of real life in a way, yeah. but this movie does the opposite and serves you real life. Right. Um, and to uh, some people that might be boring, you know, but to others it's like kind of shows you like there's a beauty in sort of an everyday life. Right. And then this movie is like, hey, there's there is that beauty. You just kind of have to think about it and like see it, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but like even with like just family dramas in general, it's. This would be placed to it as well as like family. Families aren't a black and white matter, you know. Like going back to conflict, you know, it's like yeah. there's this issue, you know, we got to resolve it. Like with family, there's not really, sometimes, like if there's a conflict in a family, um, it's not black and white, you know, that it's a lot of gray and like you don't know yeah. somebody, you may feel somebody's right or like somebody might hurt somebody else or like kind of in that sense, you know, like just, I, don't know, I guess like family dysfunctional families maybe like have a lot of baggage or um just like it could be a very complex situation when you kind of talk about family you know because it's a very personal um, experience and a very personal thing to each person um and it's not just like bad guy versus good guy kind of idea either
1: yeah i guess for me like what makes a good family drama is if i'm able to relate to it in a certain sense where like maybe i might not have live the same kind of life where, like, I might not have the exact same family, yeah. but I'm still able to understand those kinds of, like, feelings. Yeah. Like, those, when a certain kind of moment happens in, in that family drama, I'm like, like, oh, man, Hell like, yeah. I can see that <laughs> happening in my family. or Like, oh, I can see why that would happen. Or, like, mm-hmm. you know, when you, you start to reflect on your own family, maybe, or like, you start to see, oh, maybe... I'm like that guy in <laughs> my <laughs> own family, you know, and like kind of like, you know, bring about these kinds of thoughts in, in it in yourself. Right. I think that makes a good, good family drama. Like it makes it, it's fun when you kind of see it that yeah. way.
0: I mean, like on a personal level, too, I I really love going into Asian movies and foreign films like like we're talking about Asian movies and me being able to point out the comparisons despite yeah. it being an Asian film or right. just a foreign language film where like traditions and like culture and like the family unit and like all these different foreign aspects. But there's still those like essential kind of human nature things and relationships right. that somehow don't change no matter and, who you yeah, are. In you every know? family. Right. 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 Yeah. So, so being made like, Oh, I can connect to that even though it's different in a context, you know? Right. And like, Oh, maybe we're not all different as, you know, you can think
1: we think we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, but I that's, agree. that's like the fun part for me too, is re- realizing like, they're just people too. Like, yeah. you know, like they go through the same problems as we do, just maybe speaking a different language or just in a different place.
1: Is there like any character that you felt like you related most to in this, in this film? <laughs>
0: <laughs> milk drinker, No <laughs> kidding. <Not laughs> the Milk drinker. <laughs> I'm definitely not that guy. Milk no by itself is nasty. Um... I don't know, man. Maybe like the oldest son or Mm -hmm. probably. mm -mm 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 -mm. Yeah, I think the most. Mm -hmm. I definitely wasn't a rebellious asshole child. Like, uh (laughs) I've had my moments for sure. For sure. But not like through and through like him. Um.
1: I I'm kind of like I. I,
0: I, I you piece of shit. <laughs> well,
1: definitely when I was younger,
0: that oh, okay, that okay. kind
1: of was kind of like me too. Right, right. Where like I would steal my mom's like money, like from <laughs> her purse and stuff, and like buy she stuff. Take my five dollars. <sighs> <sighs> Go play with my with friends and like not come home. You used and, to hide like, your my, marbles in the dirt. Some, no, but bumped. I I <laughs> bought like this huge, um, Lego set and i hid it behind like the like there was a little balcony area and like um Roger. there was like a big rice and like these big pots with like plants and like hid it behind it because i bought it but like i couldn't even play with it because like if i play with it they'll be like how would you get that
0: god thanks <laughs> and
1: you no know just do some <laughs> I sketchy stuff I'll go go out and buy stuff and like the store owner would just let me like take it and then later on like um, when my mom came to the store she'd be, he'd be like oh yeah your your son like ate all these stuff but <laughs> you got back now yo you used to tab your mom yes. that's so messed nice up bro I'll, I'll tell my mom like I'm going go, um, to uh, go <laughs> to kindergarten by myself today. Because my brother always used to take me to kindergarten. Right, right. But then one day I was just sure. like, I'm going to go by myself. And like I was like really adamant about it. And my mom was like, fine. And then like I went. And then the school called. And they're like, oh, he's not <laughs> at school. And my mom freaked out. And like they like called the cops and like trying to find me. And then wow. they realized that I was uh, at my friend's house. <laughs> Playing the whole day. You are the worst child ever. I've, I've had a lot of uh, experiences like when I was younger.
0: For those that are not watching, I'm just shaking my head religiously.
1: But when I'm a when I was a teenager, I was a little bit different. <laughs> I was more quiet. Sure. <laughs> sure. You're not really selling that
0: point there. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: Anyways. <laughs> enough about my
0: uh, backstory. Traumatic backstory. Where's your coming up <laughs> age like? I'll make it enough. <laughs> Ten episode series. <laughs> Badass adventures with Lee. <laughs> no, I, I definitely did not have that kind of childhood. Um... I kind of, I mean, I didn't move around a lot as a kid. Yeah. I, I, I was born and raised here in Jersey. Up, uh, Then we moved to Puerto Rico for about so a year. you were born in Jersey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like in third grade. Okay. And then we moved to Puerto Rico and then we were there for a short time and then we moved to Florida. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, so like that port—like year Puerto Rico was definitely kind of traumatizing for me. Oh, really? Yeah. That what, what grade? Fourth. Fourth grade? Fourth grade. So I don't know, like seven or eight wow. at that time. Um, but yeah, that was like a, like a traumatic thing, mainly cause of like culture shock and just that aspect. Where am I? Who am I? Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much.
1: <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> what is life? It's like, <laughs> it's like
0: fish islands, like swimming around. Uh, yeah. But I mean, when I was in New Jersey, I wasn't that bad. I was just mm. whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I could really connect to like one character like specifically. Maybe it's just like a little bit of
1: a different things. Yeah, yeah. some here, some there. Yeah, yeah. I had some good memories, I think, with my grandmother when I was younger too. Mm
0: -hmm. I do that as well.
1: Yeah, my grandma. um, She has like a really big belly, (laughs) and so when I was like a little baby, I would like like go on her on her belly and just like sleep on the belly. (laughs) I yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but um, yeah, I have fond memories of my grandmother.
0: I do too. We used to, um, our grandmother used to live with us back when like we were living in Jersey, Mm. um, but then before, like, I don't know specifically, but like, uh, eventually she'd moved to Florida, yeah, um, and so. I would go visit her, like, for summer vacation things. So, and I remember, like, all those visits going with her. Yeah. She, like, taught me how to, like, swim in a pool. Oh. And, like, she's lived in, like, the same apartment for so many years. So, it's like, yeah, every time I'm going back. Yeah. So, I can never like, relate to that experience 100%. Uh, yeah. yeah. Any nitpicks? Um, <laughs> can you have nitpicks? Honestly,
1: I mean... It, if it's a nitpick, like just the length and just kind of it mm. being slow, but I mean, it's not, it, it's not a minus to this right, to the right. film because I, I don't think. It's a personal point. Yeah, like it, it's it is what it is. It's just you know, life. You know, <laughs> it's these that days kind of everything is so fast and so fast paced that you know yeah. it just kind of pushes you. But I think it's nice to have a film that kind of pulls you back a little.
0: It's a very period piece. Like it's a very like I don't know like a very Taiwanese 80s movie Yeah. but also does sell like a very as a period piece in the 40s and 60s as well Um yeah I don't know just like a it's a different time a different movie so mm-hmm. it's like if you compare it to today like just modern it's not really a fair comparison yeah, honestly so. I
1: don't really have a nitpick for this
0: yeah me neither mm-hmm. Um there's not really anything to nitpick sports wise They just do movies, like, almost perfect, you know? They're, like, what is the continuity? He's a great great director, (laughs) man. He's, he, yeah. I haven't seen anything else from him. Mm. The Assassin one's good? Assassin's pretty good. Sounds like a polarizing, like, compared to this, it's, like, night
1: day. Mm. (laughs) He has a very, like, flowery, I think, Mm. aesthetic. Gotcha.
0: I mean, I've seen, like, the covers art to his other movies, and they all feel the same as, Mm. like, this one, per se. Like, a very, I don't know indie-ish, flowery, sort of (laughs) slice of life kind of vibe. Um, Yeah. But I think that's pretty much, cover is a time to live and a time to die. Um, So next week is Tokyo Sonata.
1: Yes, that's mine.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I think it's all mine, right? (laughs) All (laughs) yours, and then, yeah. Mine's all older, and yours is all newer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: What is Tokyo Sonata?
1: Tokyo Sonata. I think it's about um, my father who like loses his job and like the problems <laughs> that happen after that. 2008.
0: If you have Sling, you can watch it on Sling. What's Sling? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. This was episode so is glad sponsored by
1: a, a Time to Live and A Time to Die was on um, Prime.
0: Dude, I was like... You watched it on Prime? Yeah, I did too. I was like, where can I find this <laughs> movie at? Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and then like i don't i was on but like on google it was it said rent it and i think i like clicked on it or something and i was like sign up for 30 days like wait but i have an account so i can i can watch this (laughs) but it was on asian crush Um, if anybody doesn't have amazon uh i if you go to google you type in tokio sonata and you type in sling it's there no, it's the whole thing. Yeah! It's, wow, it's not like a subscription.
1: Nice. No excuses for this one. Next will be a Japanese film, so we'll see how a Japanese family dynamic.
0: We will be going through <laughs> and through with a lot of. I mean, jokes. yeah, it'd be fun. I think
1: that that's another cool thing that we can kind of uh, maybe talk about once we kind of have more films, mm, just like, just the like different dynamics of different families and different cultures. Yeah. That'd be cool to talk about.
0: Interesting, too, though, like, just period-wise, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, this movie's definitely old. And so there's a lot of different, like, um maybe expectations or just ways of life. Yep. He's an ordinary Japanese family and slowly disintegrates after its patriarch loses his job at a prominent company. That's the synopsis according to IMBD. All right. I've seen the cover for this movie before. Um just never watched it. This might be a good one, man. You (laughs) got got one on one. One one on three. We'll see. Comes back like, we're going to skip this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, this one's a a bust. It's not anymore. (laughs) It's a bust. (laughs) It's a bust.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Next. Next.
0: See you next week. Yeah, Um, yeah, so talk to Sonata next week on Sling or wherever else you find it. Sounds good. Peace (laughs) is out. Peace.